Hell is where God says, have it your way. If someone will not have God, then they bring their own hell with them. If Christ is Lord, then he rules over how I watch TV, how I treat my children, how I treat my neighbors. He rules over everything. Oh, you're breaking his heart. No, he's going to break you. What's wrong with you people? I mean, this is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is. Give us some men who know the truth. Put on the full armor of God and pray, 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 and pray. Officer, you are not engaging in activity constitutional behavior. You don't know the law, and yet you pretend to represent it. Five Solos Studios presents Reformed Radio. Welcome back to Reformed Radio. This is the baby sessions. As you can see, I am holding a baby. No, I did not steal it or take it from somebody else or buy it at a store. This is my son. This is Jonah, and he is wearing whales because Jonah the whales. Just just the way it is. Uh, He's my third son, and I'll tell you what, you still don't get any sleep. Yep, so for all of you uh, hopeful parents out there with exciting dreams of a third child, you, you don't get any more sleep. You still don't get it. So, yeah, there goes that dream. So during these baby sessions, uh, since I just don't have the time uh, to get with Mark and do our normal show, uh, I wanted to just kind of let you guys know what's going on and some thoughts I was having um, and what, what's going on and what our plan is. So one thing I wanted to talk about, and this, I think we're going to develop further uh, soon, is uh, I want to talk about baptism. And we're, for all of you who are listening outside of, of our local area, outside of Texas, we live in the Bible Belt of Texas. So that means everywhere you go, there's a church. Um, everybody has a cross. There's there's somebody that you know that says they're a Christian, um, and most of them are Baptist. In fact, you're not going to find Presbyterians very often, and if you do, you, you have no idea what that is. <laughs> At least not me. And so uh, this episode is just kind of to give us a little bit of understanding of what baptism is, um, what are the different options for a reformed uh, Christian? You know, where where is there a division? Where is there not? And then uh, just kind of some general understandings of that. So that's what I'm going to try and do for you guys right now. So I personally um, have been a Baptist my whole life growing up in the Bible Belt. That's all I've ever known. And when confronted about that with Pastor Mark, he he asked me point blank, well, why are you a Baptist? And I said, tradition. (laughs) You know, as as Dr. James White will, will say that we are plagued with traditions, right? Like they are what shape us and shape our, our thoughts and theologies. And, uh, we need to be aware of them. And, uh, this is something that 
is really just purely a tradition for me. And so um, coming through all this and having to answer questions and to really have a good defense for it uh, required that I did some homework and to really look into scripture and to see, well, why? Why do I claim to be a Baptist? You know, this, the credo Baptist is another term that you'll hear um, Pastor Mark and I using in further, uh, in future episodes. But, you know, why would, why would I claim that? And so I had to do some work on that. And I, I personally have found after having children uh, that I, I don't do the typical Credo Baptist thing. You know, I've, I, I raise them up as believers. Not that they're saved, but I treat them as if they're part of the family and that that's, um, that's natural and right and that I'm holding them accountable to Scripture and teaching them to follow God's law. And uh, it, it just seemed to be inconsistent with a lot of what I had been hearing and learning from other Baptists, a Credo Baptist. And so I started learning about this other alternative, which is paedo-baptism. Uh, so that's the, the Presbyterian view, which is to say um, that you, you baptize your children as an infant before they've made a profession of faith. And I know um, all, the, all of my Baptist friends go, oh, how dare you say that? You can't say that. That's wrong. You know, and so that, that was a, a new idea for me is to dive into that and figure out what is pedo-baptism and is it biblical? Is it not? And I got to the end of the rope and I said, this is what I think is right for us. I, I really think this is scriptural. I think this is what I should do. And it makes sense and I feel consistent with that and how I'm raising my children. And all these great things were going for it. And then I started to hear some, some debates. And I found that uh, I would hear one side and I'd be swayed. And then I hear the other side and I'd be swayed back. And it was just, I'm so flippant on this. I, I just don't have a strong um, defense for being a pedo baptist but I, I lean very heavily that, that way and just, you know, letting you guys know where I'm at. And so I spent a lot of time praying about it and talking about it, and I've come to the, the decision that I'm both. <laughs> just, just kidding. I can't be both, but I want to be both. I just I don't want to make a choice. This is a hard choice, um, and I've found that there is great biblical evidence on both sides. And so one of the things I learned going through this is that there is such a great divide um, between our Reformed brothers on this. You know, you, you have the Baptists, which, you know, God bless them. They, they eagerly desire to honor Scripture. And so they find Scripture and they, um, they say, look, it's not in here. And I'm being faithful to Scripture. I don't want to add to it. 
And so I'm going to be consistent in that and say, you, you can't do that because it's not in scripture to, to baptize a child before a profession of faith. And then I go and I listen to the other guys and they're like, well, it, this is about a covenant and a covenant that was started um, back with Abraham. And it was continued. It started with circumcision. And then circumcision was replaced with the new covenant's baptism. But the covenant was always still practiced, even though it's not stated, um, it was understood. And, you know, so there's these two different views. And I feel like a lot of times the, the two groups talk over each other. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about with this is I want us to be united. You know, I, I want to be united with my my credo brothers and my pedo brothers. If this is all that divides us, we're not liberals. We're not skewing the gospel. We're reformed. And reformed means we stand on the five solas that we've just spent, you know, the last five episodes talking about. Like, if that's where we're standing and we agree with, let's not part ways here. Um, I'm not saying we need to necessarily agree to disagree. I don't think that handles the, the problem well, but it's let's listen to each other. Let's listen to the arguments and not dismiss them. We have to make sure that we do not get on a high horse and say, well, my my view of scripture is more accurate than yours. And, uh, and we need to be humble. I mean, how many of the great giants that have come before us have been Presbyterian and have been Baptist? And they were solid and have done amazing, wonderful things. And you would have the gall to say, well, you just don't know your Bible. What? <laughs> I think we need to remember as Reformed Christians that we are Calvinist. And what that means is we believe that God is sovereign in all things. That means he's sovereign in who's going to be believing the Baptist side of, of credo-baptism or pedo-baptism. For what I know there's a right way. I'm not saying that they're both right. Somebody's right and somebody's wrong. But God in his sovereignty and his perfect will has said that some people are going to believe this and some are not going to believe it right. And they're going to believe this. And maybe that's a period of time. Maybe that's a point of contention for us to grow through. Um, but we do need to recognize that as reformers, that God is still sovereign and working here. And these are our brothers and our sisters. And we need to love them, listen to them, and do life together with them. Um, so that's my big passion in this. And that's how I, I really want to approach our conversation moving forward uh, about baptism is because I want to know what's right. I want to make the right choice. You know, I want to honor God um, by following his word. But I understand that they're, they're, they're both have good reasons for why they believe in one or the other. And I don't want to dismiss that and, and throw my brother under the bus. Uh, so looking forward to that. And I, I know Pastor Mark is going to be a great blessing. And hopefully we'll get some um, 
other people onto the show to give a, a great defense for the Baptist view uh, so that we can have a great, um, just full rounded discussion about it. But another thing I wanted to talk about is <laughs> the culture of anxiety. So my wife and I were talking just the other day and for some reason on her on her Facebook feed this article popped up and it was talking about this woman who was feeling incredible anxiety like crazy anxiety to order her Starbucks yeah I know okay you know some of you might be feeling like oh that's me I get all anxious and some of you are like okay that's ridiculous i'm in the hey that's ridiculous camp so i'm sorry you're not getting any sympathy for me on that but <clears throat> it's it was interesting to see this because this is a byproduct of our culture that there's this great anxiety to do things that are discomforting this woman had to make a choice and she had to make a ridiculous order that required like 20 words which is, you know, a whole other thing. But she had to go through and do this, and she was so worried that if she stumbled on her words that she would lose it, that everyone would mock her, and that, you know, everyone in the whole, you know, place is just going to freak out about it. <clears throat> and so this anxiety she's talking about. And so she, she goes through and describes that she makes this order, uh, and she's like, oh, thank you, I made this, you know, I made it right. And she's telling the barista this, and the barista comes up over to her later and gives her the drink and says, you know, I'm so proud of you. That was hard, and you did it. You made that order, and I just wanted to give you this, you know, this free biscuit or whatever. And uh, and she posted this, and then everybody, it's like thousands and thousands of replies on this are all encouraging her saying the same thing. And I, that's sad. That's sad, y'all. That's not a good thing. We should not be anxious about anything, but in everything we give thanks to the Lord. We should be trusting in God to take care of us. Now, I'm not saying this woman was a Christian, but my point is we're in a culture that is so full of anxiety. They, they don't have a clue. And as Christians, we cannot be like that. We cannot be full of this anxiety. Even if it is hard for you to be around people, which if you've come up in this, this recent culture, it, it probably is. All you've known is your cell phone. <laughs> All you've known is texting, and you may not have had to do real interactions, but that's not an excuse. That, that's not something God says, oh, you get to get out of that because it's uncomfortable. When things are hard, you have to do them. You got to suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> you know, my parents were were very uh, socially anxious as well. But as my wife pointed out, like, you, you just have to do it. They didn't have cell phones and apps and all that to just be like, oh, I don't have to interact with you. I have to be an adult and go deal with it. As Christians, when we deal with discomfort, we lean into God. We lean into him. And even in our smaller discomfort, we can glorify him in that by trusting him to get through it. 
And so for all of you who deal with this anxiety, I'm not saying suck it up, buttercup to you. Kind of am. But what I'm trying to say is you need to lean into Christ. Trust Christ to get you through that. And you have to learn to, to do hard things. Um, our motto in this family is wheelers do hard things. That's our thing. And that means that if it's hard and discomforting you, that's not an excuse not to do it. We got to do it. Let's glorify God with excellence and doing everything to the best. And conquering fear it is a sin to be a coward. Don't be a coward. Don't be afraid to do something because of anxiety. Awesome. But well, the last thing I want to mention uh, just before we go is just saying uh, we we do have some great things moving forward. We are planning on a, a new studio space, so we're really excited to get all that going. And um, we're also working on some, trying to find more topics that are interesting to you. So if you have anything that you're interested in and you want to hear us talk about from a Reformed perspective, uh, or just have questions for Pastor Mark, because that guy's so brilliant, um, just leave a comment, let us know, or you can also send us an email. Uh, you can email me at tommy at fivesolas.studios. Uh, I'll put that link down there in the description. But yeah, just reach out to us, and we'd love to get your feedback and we'll have more conversations to talk to you guys about. But until next time, God bless. Mm-hmm.